Today's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by GamerGlass.art. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the R&R Show. This is episode five. We are live and so happy to be here. My name is Ruel Gaviola. That is, oh, that's Rado. That's right. I'm over here, man. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, great to have you back. This is going to be a big episode. It's a Kickstarter blowout bonanza. Um, I've spent many, many hours going through the coming soon lists that are you can find on Kickstarter and GameFound and whatnot. And oh, my gosh, so much stuff. And we have whittled it down, whittled, 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 whittled. But before we get to all that, we should talk a bit more about our sponsor. Um, yes. who is very near and dear to my heart. Um, this episode's sponsored by uh, GamerGlass.art. That's a website, by the way. Folks, you can go to GamerGlass.art. You always see it in the background of every one of my videos. And this is basically my wife's um, uh, glass sculpting business. Uh, obviously, she's been working with glass for, gosh, I think almost 20 years now. And uh, ever since we got bit by the board game bug, she has always found new and interesting ways to make glass accessories you can use in your game. She does all kinds of things, little miniatures. She does like a full line of pandemic viruses, uh, neat little skulls. And um, you can see all that and more at GamerGlass.art. But because Jen is sponsoring the show this week, she's going to be doing a special sale, um, basically until the end of the month, on her, what are they called? There are dichroic meeples. Actually, uh, can you disappear us so I can show the dichroic meeples in the background? Yeah. Yeah, let's, I made disappear a, for, let's disappear for just a second. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Over there on the right, she has a large line of pendant necklace decorations that come in all shapes and sizes where she's taken um, dichroic art, uh, dichroic or glass is basically uh, glass that's infused with two different colors of metal. So it makes all kinds of different interesting colors. And then she has sandblasted the traditional meeple on it. So if you um, are a lover of board game jewelry or you know somebody who does like jewelry and likes games, they make fantastic gifts. So for the rest of the week, these are all 25% off on all her dichroic meeple uh, pieces. But since you're here, folks, it happens, I've got a little extra pull um, with the shop proprietor. And so I have been able to wrangle an additional 10% off if while you're checking out, you use the special code RNR10. That's R&R for Rado and Ruel, the Rado and Ruel show, 10 for the extra 10% off. And so you will get 35% off if you use that code, 25% off if you don't. Ah, folks, sorry. I tend to make a few goofs here and there. Let me set the record straight. I got the secret code wrong. It should be R-N-R, Romeo, November, Romeo, 35. R-N-R, 35. As in, it's a 35% discount. Uh, not R-N-R, 10. As in, it's a 10% change. R-N-R, 35. If you want to get the full 35% off Jen's dichroic meeple. Okay. Oh, goofs. Let's get back to it. And of course... There's so much other stuff on her um, Etsy store as well. Uh, by all means, feel free to browse. She does custom pieces. I don't know if you uh, have ever seen Slicker Drips, the, uh, another board game YouTube channel, yep. where he plays with uh, Marty, his cat, and has a little glass cat. That's one of Jen's, a custom one she made oh, to model the real Marty. Um, nice. So, all right. And uh, okay. I feel like... Uh, we have definitely covered this because, <laughs> I, 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 believe me, I could talk about this stuff all day long. I mean, I, again, very close to my heart, but we got a lot of mm -hmm. other stuff to do. So, yeah. uh, so there again, it is, folks. Yeah, use the code uh, for an additional 10% off uh, when you check out Gamer Glass. Um, we're going to take that off now. Um, we are, yeah, we do have a, a busy time uh, today. We got a lot of games to go through. But first, I do want to shout out our friend, the oh, Lime yeah. Store Cowboy. The Limestone Cowboy gave us the fan art that you saw at the very end of that video with he drew this picture of Rado and myself. It was so cool. So yep. thanks, Limestone Cowboy, for doing that. Love the username. That's the Limestone Cowboy over there on Instagram. On Instagram. All right. Yeah. So um, let's give away $50, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I love that. Let's do it. Give me that wheel. So, folks, last week, um, if you entered the contest, this is to win a $50 gift certificate at Fun Again Games. And the nice thing is I was able to since find out that $50 can go towards your shipping. Um, so if you're overseas and you win, hey, maybe you'll get a smaller game, but it'll still show up at your door free of charge. So let me go on ahead and click, and we'll see who wins. All right. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. Yes. The wheel of contest or wheel of game fortune and... 
And the yeah. winner is Perrin Stewart. Hey, all right. Congratulations, Congratulations Perrin Stewart. All right. Well done. Will, well done. Yes. Well done. I'll be reaching out to you this afternoon after the show, and uh, we'll talk about the particulars of how you can leverage that. And um, we're not done yet, folks, because now we need to talk about this week's contest, yes. um, which is sponsored by Aporta Games. And um, let's see. Oh, I forget. Did you get the video up and ready? Um, the video up and ready. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. No. And we talked about everything except this. Um, If if you just want to quickly go, I mean, if you can just bring up a web web browser. Yeah, let's do this. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, Ah, uh, Aporta Games is, yep, it's fine. It's live. It's It's fine. It's cool. (laughs) Uh, Aporta Games is giving away a new Kickstarter bundle of uh, Capital Lux 2 Generations, which I think is just now going, starting to get out to uh, Kickstarter backers, and it'll be going wide later. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm maybe maybe it's going to be too late to actually get the video on screen, but that's okay. If so, we're, we're going to do it. We're, we are right, going to make I'm going it to talk happen. really yeah. slowly. I actually that's... covered the first Capital Lux a couple of years ago. It's a really sharp card game um, where uh, every turn you're going to play a card either to the Capital, Capital Lux, and that means you get to activate the power of that card, whether it's a merchant or a, or a trader. That'd be the same thing. Or, you know, I mean, all, all the various and sundry types of characters. Um, or you can play it to your own little province which means you scored for points and there's a tricky thing because the more things that get um played to capital lux uh that means there's no jobs for those people at capital lux so the ones you play to your own province will stay home but if you play a lot of high value cards to your province because you want to score them and then there aren't very many high value ones in the capital lux that means they'll all leave you at the end of the round, you can say, oh, look, there's there's a lot of openings for merchants and whatnot in the capital, and you won't keep your high-scoring cards. So there's this really interesting push and pull between um, playing them for powers and not getting those points or playing them for points. And you know, I might have a big group of a particular type, but then if you take all of them out of the city, I'll end up losing all of them. It's very clever. Um, nice. Z Garcia of the Dice Tower loves it, and he really raved about the two uh, because two adds a bunch of new stuff. Most importantly, solo play which I am very excited uh-huh. about. I would love to give that a try. And um, also, I mean, all new art from Quan Chai Moria. It's it's a really sharp game. And we'll be giving away a copy of this next week. The base game plus the two expansions that were from the Kickstarter campaign. So, yay. All right. That, how do that, they get it, though? I was just going to ask, how do how do how how can people win this game, Rado? Um, I just finished talking all that. You can talk for a little bit. I'm thirsty. I can talk a little bit. So, Quan Chai Moria, you got me right there. I love his art. I, I mean, all of his games, just incredible artwork. And this sounds like something that I would be really interested in as well. Um, we so. are going, yeah, and we are going to be giving away a copy, friends. Uh, so stay tuned. And we're going to say a word. And yes. this word sometime during this episode is going to work itself naturally in a conversation as we always do and we'll um, see <laughs> we'll see how, how it works but Robin, what is the uh, secret word for this week well i'm not going to tell you because they have to watch the show at right. some point um one of us if they're sneaky will mention the secret word and the other one will not notice and then yeah. the person who did not notice will be made fun of if one of us tries to sneak <laughs> it in and the other person notices that person wins we're playing our own game here we will yeah. stop the show at that point to tell everybody what you need to do but the main thing is you have to send an email to contest at rotto.com and right. um the subject of the email will have to be the secret word don't worry you don't have to write this down. We'll remind you all of this when it happens later in the show, when the secret word pops up and one of us screams like they're on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. Um, right. And um, uh, right. So that'll be coming yeah. soon. I think, that, is that all the bookkeeping? We should say hello to the audience. I, think, I was just going to say, that's all the bookkeeping, but let's say hi to our friends in chat. We've got everyone around the world today. Join us on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Uh, we've got a bunch here in the U.S., but we also have our friends internationally. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us today. Um, we've got the regulars uh, as well. want to shout out all of them. Thank you so much. The, the comments fly so fast and furious here. Uh, friends. So thank you for your patience and thanks for hanging out. This is so cool. Um, I see Stacey Everdell. I see Amanda Panda. I see Monica and Scott and oh my gosh, Darren. Thank you, friends. So good to see you all here. Um, we've got a big episode today. So hang tight, friends. We've got, we're going to be talking about a bunch of games. So we're talking about the 10 top 10 upcoming Kickstarters, but we got yes. more than 10 because we yes, love indeed. to talk about games. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of uh, buried the lead a little bit. This could be considered a top 25 upcoming Kickstarter games. And the reason for that is um, we cover a lot of Kickstarter games on the Rotto Runs Through channel. In fact, Ruel's going to be starting to cover some in the near future as well, which I'm very excited about. Same. So um, what we both did is we went and we found a whole bunch of games that are coming on Kickstarter. Uh, we're going to count them down. But before that, we are going to list the ones that are going to be on the channel. Because honestly, we've played some of these. It's not really fair to put them into the rankings and all of that. So first of all, we're going to talk about 15 games that are coming soon on crowdfunding platforms. And uh, and you'll be able to see when they go live, all the details here. So, and then the countdown will begin. Is that about right? Am I, am I remembering this correctly? What we agreed that, to? That is correct. Yeah, we've got so many games to cover. And yeah, so these are all upcoming Kickstarters. These are not launched yet. These are going to be launching in the near future and maybe a little further out. But um, these are yes. the ones that caught our eyes at um during this time so all right we yes. are good to go interestingly um after this show is over if you check out the show notes you will be able to click links to every one of these and mark them for notify me when the game launches that's basically what it is everything that has a pre-launch page was fair game for something that could be on this upcoming so there might have been a couple games we missed out there that they just don't have their pre-launch page up yet, which means they're probably a ways off anyway. Okay, yep. so right. um, you okay? So we're just going to start going. I think you've got uh, uh, tabs ready to go as we talk. Good to go. Yeah, you just you say a game, and I will pop open the tab, and we're going to share with our friends. Oh, here. oh I, I can go in any order. I can really try to mess you up. Yeah, let, let's do I, it. I I will try to stick in the order that I that I believe. <laughs> These are coming out. So the newest one first, because uh, actually I believe it's going to go live on the thirty first. Mythic mischief. Yes. Do you ha- do you have a bitmap for that? Here we go. Whoop. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That is Mystic Mischief. This is the actual page on GameFound um, where you can where after the show is over you'll be able to click a link, go to this page, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, this is a very funky game. Um, and what's interesting for me personally about it is from the publisher of Veiled Fate and Moonraker. And these two other games have really put these folks on the map. We covered Veiled Fate last year, and it was one of our biggest um, videos of the year, even though it was really just like a very beautiful, um, what do you call it, uh, a hidden deduction type game mm-hmm. with, with secret roles and whatnot. Moonraker, I haven't played it, but I hear really great things. It's apparently a very sharp deck builder. But um, so this game has got pedigree for days. At its heart, it's almost kind of like a chess battle-esque battle of wits, where one player controls one click of a fantasy high school. The monsters are the jocks. The If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're having technical difficulties right now, friends, so uh, hang tight. Uh, something happened. I don't know what, what's going on. Uh, the internet oh. does not like to... Okay, there we are. Oh, no. Uh, Rado is back. It, it, it just it stopped for a second there. That was really weird. It got hung up. Um... Uh, can we all, uh, anyone in chat? By the way, y'all can am just... I low res like I was last week? Yeah, okay. So, so people in chat said we lost Rado, but nope. Um, you're back, I hope. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. that's wow, exciting. That, that means more yeah. pressure for you. You have to be ready to jump in at any second. I, right. I am ready. Um, and I just gave the whole spiel. The spiel yeah. is it's a chess-like <clears throat> battle of wits where each player uh-huh. controls a very asymmetric group of monsters trying to maneuver around a, uh, a school library um, and forcing the uh, the librarian into the other kids because nobody's supposed to be in there. Tons of cool special powers, really big asymmetry, really great art, a really nice uh, whimsical uh, presentation to the whole thing, and awesome awesome looking miniatures so that would be mythic mischief and now we got to make up time because i dropped out arg yeah no no problem yeah uh, just uh, just uh, i want to say something real quick i have had the pleasure of playing this a couple a couple of times oh. already it okay. lives up to the hype um full disclosure i i did uh do some paid work for um veil or i mean for um uh, mythic mischief it, it was it was told it, it's a fantastic game i'm yeah. i think they're gonna crush it they they are uh ivy's uh, games are just they're they're on the top of the game right now so what is the name that of is them? Mythic Mischief. It, 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 they, they are called IV. I'm not sure if they were IV or if they were just the Roman numeral four. 
Oh no, it's a uh, it's IV Games. Uh, they um, they're actually an offshoot of IV Studio. Uh, they are an animation studio, and then they they now have gone into the tabletop space. Yes. Yeah, so sh- shout out to Austin and their entire team out there. They're they're fantastic. Yep. Well, and okay. like I said, you'll be you'll be seeing um, a run through from Shay and a rules run through from Ryan when it goes live okay. on the thirty first. Okay. Right. Uh, continuing on um, for the stuff that we're covering with the channel. Uh, next up, Solar Sphere. Solar Sphere. All right. And yes. Oh my gosh. And now, this is, um, I, this is I, I love doing this live, folks. This is awesome because I'm totally yep. drenched in sweat trying to find my my links here. Um I, I I have my list in the same order I gave you the list. I figured we were just literally gonna go numbers one, two, three, four, and five. But yeah, you, you know, you know, they they are all over the place. So um solar sphere, let me uh gosh, I had it up here. I, you know what it is? It's a StreamYard thing. So we're gonna we're gonna work with StreamYard here, make right. it happen. We'll, we'll, we'll get there um, in the end, folks. We're still we learning. Will. This is only episode five. We can only get better from here. Um, Can't get much right. worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'll talk about it, and eventually you'll put yes, a picture please. on the screen. Uh, okay. Solar Sphere is a, a cooperative dice worker placement game where players are trying to build a, a Dyson Sphere, which is an idea I have loved ever since I first was exposed to it. I know a lot of people first heard about it in Star Trek Next Generation, but, I mean, I, I've known about Dyson Spheres since the 80s and um you know the idea of building something around an entire star to harness infinite energy is very very cool but uh this really seems like a cool gameplay exercise as well um okay we just went to board game geek that'll do uh it's a cool exercise as well because um you played castles of burgundy of course right yes which is a a a dice worker placement game of sorts because the dice tell you what you can do and if you're not happy with what you get you get those little worker chips that let you change the dice Imagine a game, Ruel, which is cooperative, and you can use those workers to change the dice, or you can use them instead to upgrade all the various actions you're doing throughout the game and become more powerful. And, I mean, far be it from me to say these folks improve upon Stefan Feld's design of his greatest game of all time, but these Mm. were the things that really pulled me in. And when I saw that, it's like, that sounds a lot like the workers. And why don't you you use the workers in Castle's (laughs) version this way? So um, I'm going to be filming this one for when it goes live, I think on the 7th of September, if I recall correctly. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, the, I mean, you had me at Castles of Burgundy uh, in space. And, and there is a game oh. uh, similar to that as well called Pulsar 2879 or something like that um, from C- yep. CGE. Uh, this one, just uh, briefly looking at it, it looks Pulsar more right like there, my actually. speed. Yeah, there it is. There's Pulsar. Great game. Yeah. Okay. So and that you know is actually, a Solar Sphere. Yeah. I would like to apologize officially to Mythic Mischief and to GameFound because I just looked at the chat. They point out, wait a minute. Isn't Mythic Mischief on GameFound? Yes, it is. Um, oh, again, right. the links will be correct in the show after the live show is over, folks. So if you're looking yeah. for Mythic Mythic, Miss, Mythic Mythic, <laughs> head on over to GameFound through their upcoming projects and you'll be able to find it. And I think you can actually scroll. You can preview the the, the Kickstarter page or the GameFound page. Oh, that's a hard habit to break. But GameFound will eventually take over the space. But for now, the vast majority of what we have to talk about today is Kickstarter. Okay, okay. Uh, next up, uh, eleven. Uh, 11. Yeah. Um, right. You know what? And I'm, I'm figuring out what's going on here okay. with uh, so, so just technical note. I'm not going to bore anyone with notes, but StreamYard can only handle so many different tabs. And that's why they're not all showing up. Oh, I, I see have... you open them all up ahead of time. So we could just boom, boom, boom. And yep. StreamYard and is they... crashing. Yeah. So basically, we're just talking about too many games. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. We broke the internet today. We broke about the internet. Kickstarters. Yeah. Well, while, so let's you're, go uh, while you're calling an audible, which is the wrong yep. type of football, um, I will just say <laughs> 11 well is done. a new business simulation coming from Portal Games. And I have to admit, I have no interest in soccer, or as the rest of the world calls it properly, football. But this is a game where you are a football manager. You could actually, hey, you got it. You, um, you can actually uh, think of it as a... Uh, Football manager, the video game turned into board game form. You 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 have to pay, uh, pay attention to the players' needs, hire them, fire them, deal with all kinds of business dealings, uh, and then on top of that, you have to make sure your team wins uh, uh, you know games as well. Although that's kind of encapsulated in like a little mini game. Um, so I have to again, I don't care about sports at all. Now, to be fair, I am hugely the biggest fan in the world of Ted Lasso, which is literally the greatest TV show of all time. So I have a bit more interest in the subject than I used to, but I'm interested in this because Portal Games years ago gave us Pret-a-Porter, which I don't care about the world of high fashion either, but man, I love that business simulation. So I'm expecting equally good things from Eleven, which by the way, as you just indicated, is to be found on GameFound as well. And I think that is also going live on the 7th. 
Okay, on the seventh. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah and this one, real, real quick. Um, I do enjoy uh, the um, uh, soccer or f- uh, football. The wrestling world knows it. And this one is interesting because you are actually literally from the ground up building a soccer franchise or a football franchise. Yes. And mm-hmm. you're you're not just worried about the you know the the actual game itself, but the everything that involves it. You know, from you know building the team, getting players, building a, an arena or a stadium, and you know talking to your managers and so forth. So yeah, really excited about this one because. Honestly, there's not too many sports games that I like. I mean, I do enjoy uh, the uh, sports in general uh, to watch. You know, like I like watching my Los Angeles Lakers, you know, the 2020 NBA champs. Oh, there it is right there. You've got a copy. Oh, my gosh. I what? do. It's all there in it this is. box right here. Yes. I'm just oh, I love you it. now. Oh, my God. Keep it off oh, camera man. right over there. Yeah. Oh, darn it. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I can't wait to check that one out. So that is another one, folks, that you can find on GameFound. Um, it's going to be launching uh, real soon here. Yes, and actually, okay. um, Stacy points out, for folks who are listening to this later in podcast form, by the way, folks, if, if you can't make it live and you'd like to listen to us jabber instead of watch us jabber, you can go to podcast.rado.com. Later on today, I will be putting this episode up in audio form. And for people who are listening, the game is actually spelled out, E-L-E-V-E-N. It's not the number 1-1. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're trying to do search for it online, spell out the 11. Thank you, Stacy, for uh, making that call. Good okay. looking out as always. Okay, let's yes. move on and um, uh, see. If- next up uh, is Agamonia or Agamonia. Okay, um, Agamonia. Which is uh, you'll, you'll be seeing a video for this coming from uh, Shay. Uh, he, mm-hmm. I've already seen his run through. It's great. This is a sprawling storybook fantasy adventure game. And I know we've seen a lot of these. What makes this one special? Actually, I loved, I mean, you'll eventually see Shay's final thoughts, but I loved it when he put it this way. Um, the story is so wound into the gameplay. Usually the story is like, oh, let's set up the mission and then let's have more story at the end of the mission, maybe a couple of things. Here, the story is every step of the way is constantly evolving and changing. And um, I loved what he mentioned offhand. He said, that means all the enemies are not just bags of hit points for you to punch. You actually, Uh even the enemies are getting like all this thematic narrative story just woven into the game. It's much more like, and he likened it to being much more in in board game form, like playing a traditional RPG, a a, a tabletop role-playing game, because the story works its way in. The story is not just something that's pasted on top of a bunch of number uh, crunching and dice rolling. And speaking of the dice rolling, nice. it does have roll to resolve combat, which I'm usually not the biggest fan of, but I really like the way they do it here um, because you're always guaranteed to get successes. It's just as a question of will you get bonus like kind of overdrive successes, right. which is a really nice way to do it. So yeah. Agamonia, you'll be seeing that on the channel soon. It's coming out in September and uh, you'll watch for it. Nice. Yeah, uh, this one, I, I, I'm i glad you brought up the combat things. I, I do, I, I'm, I'm okay with combat games, but I do like how they do it here. As you said, you're always going to get um, some sort of hit, but then it, it depends like the extent of uh, how hard you're going to hit or whatever. So that's a really neat feature. Okay, um, we're going to keep this thing rolling, folks. What is the next game we've got up on the list, Rado? The next one's going to be another one I'm covering called Bird Watcher. And this is a, a smaller, simple little card game um, with really great art. I imagine Wingspan fans will be very, very interested in this. But the players are casting the role of wildlife photographers, which I have to admit is just a theme I love. I mean, mean, why go on out and hunt animals with a gun when you can hunt them with a camera and just try to get the perfect picture instead of the perfect shot? Let's see more of that board game industry. (laughs) And um, it's a really, even though it's kind of a simple card game, it's really thematic because your actions, I mean, there's a, a little sneak peek of the art. Your actions are really tied to trying to get the perfect shot or trying to use bird calls to get the birds to come out so they can come into frame or even flushing them out. One of your actions is you can go into the woods and get them all out so that you could then start using a bird call on them. But the thing that actually made me fall in love and made me say, yeah, I want to cover this game when I when they first contacted us about it was one of the features is um, you can uh, put a telescopic lens on your camera so I can take pictures of the birds that you are attracting, which is just cool. Um, yeah. You know, a great I, way, and it's so thematic. It's just so perfect. It, it seems like a really sharp, clever little game, all about hand management and knowing when to play cards for the right effects. Uh, right. Bird watcher. 
Yeah, I, I love that feature you're talking about where you can, you know, sort of uh, not really spy, but you, you can look at uh, your opponent's birds. It's it's like almost like a take that without feeling take that. Right? Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and that's I, that's yeah. I really dig. And I, I'm so happy that these type of themes are uh, be, becoming a little more prevalent in board games. You know, these these things that aren't always you don't always have to, like, you know, fight monsters and stuff. Let's let's go watch some yeah. birds and take photos. How about that? How about yeah. that? Um, All right. Yeah, I mean, Great. I, I never understand people who say there's no new themes in board games. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, and, uh, by the way, how's the audience doing? I know I'm having to do the lion's share of this, folks. So don't worry, Rel's got a couple on these lists that are coming no. up too. No, but it, next yeah. up, dig up mm-hmm. Voidfall. Voidfall, yes. Uh, come yes. on, Voidfall, where are you at? I know yeah. I just saw this, you on the list here. This one is huge. It's the next yes. game from Mind Clash. Mind Clash, um, folks. I.e. Tracarian, mm-hmm. I.e. Um, uh, Anachrony. Mind Anachrony. Clash is known for huge, bombastic, um, you know, beautiful productions of really solid Euro-style mechanisms, uh, incredibly thematically integrated, more so than just about anybody in the industry. And here's the deal. Voidfall is a new 4X game with procedural deterministic combat, um, so you're not doing a bunch of dice rolling, so it's a really great for the Euro-crunchy crowd. Um, but... What I really like most is Nigel Bucknell and Dave Turchy working on this together. And if folks, if you have not checked out the uh, game that came out earlier this year from them, the card game Imperium Classics and Legends, oh my gosh, what an incredible design team. So I expect yeah. amazing things from Voidfall. I believe it's in the mail on its way to Shea right now because he'll nice. be doing a big run through of it when it goes live. Yeah. And we uh, also just a quick shout out Ian O'Toole, fantastic artist. He is yeah, the yes. master of the yeah. This is gonna mm-hmm. be this is gonna be good. This four X Euro style. Yeah, I'm all over this. Especially as you know, we're starting to be able to game together with uh, other friends who are vaccinated. This is definitely in my um, wheelhouse as far as uh, gameplay is concerned. So looking forward to Shay's uh, run through this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be it'll be fantastic. You know, okay. He lives in the same city as you. I'm just saying. Hey, what? Hey, what? Uh, he lives. He lives in your city. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're we are about. Uh, I think we're like an hour away. So, Shay, well, I guess you know, if you're out there. Just how bad do you want to play some Voidfall? Let's play it's, some Voidfall. It's okay? an hour away from you, even as we speak. Yeah, All right, I, I'm I'm ready. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> and I'm sorry, audience, that it is not an hour away from you. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say anything about where anybody lives, just in case people are thinking, "Oh, yeah, let's let's, let's not dox anyone today, shall we?" <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. okay. Uh, next up, another one for me, um, Verdant. Which I, I sadly tried to talk about in last week's episode, but I was having the low res blues, so it was just like. Yeah. A bunch of splotchy colors, but um, oh my gosh, this is great. As I said last week, a design superstar team. It's like the super friends of board game designers got together. You've got Mr. Calico, Overboss, the Point Salad crew, all coming together to make an incredibly sharp, fun, fast-playing, compelling, gateway family-friendly-ish card drafting and then tile laying game, all about trying to get the right plants into the right position so they've got the right amount of light, they've got the right fertilizer so they can become verdant, and you can score lots of points. And the tricky thing is, like um, several other games from this group, as the game goes on, you just get more and more tightly constricted because of the way you set up your house like oh i can't play this here but i really want this i put over there but then it's gonna have the wrong light and you're just full of really agonized decisions it's you know like calico and overboss and truffle shuffle um this is another great game in that line of just super fun fast compulsive and compelling and beautiful productions verdant Yes, Beth Sobel, artist, big fan of hers. Anytime mm-hmm. uh, there's a game with her art on it, it's almost an immediate insta-buy for me. I know this one's going to be a big hit with my family, um, gateway style, but, you know, uh, as you said, it really ramps up as the game goes on. So that's Verdant. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Yeah. I do see All the right. audience saying, I don't know, I'm kind of over plant games. Um, the, uh, and you're right. There have been a bunch. The interesting yeah, but- thing to me is your Flourish and your Meadow and all the other ones, none of them really are really paying attention to one of the most important things to a a plant's ecosystem, the light. And that's really a big part of this game that I don't think you've seen in all the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've really played almost all of them and I've enjoyed all of them because my wife and I really, Mm -hmm. my wife, my wife is actually a master gardener. She actually has a certificate of that from the state of Oregon. Um, Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. From when she was very, very young. But that's neither here nor there. We have too many games to get through. I know. Um, Let's keep going. All righty. Okay. So that is uh, Verdant. And then um, keep the heroes out. 
Now, this is a cooperative dungeon, um, you know, protect the dungeon game because we play the monsters, the denizens of this dungeon, and we have to keep the heroes out. And um, first of all, I, it's in the other room. I'd, I'd love to actually tease you by showing it to you, with my prototype. Oh my gosh, this is one of the best pro looking prototypes I've seen in a long time. The um, graphic design and the wooden meeples that represent all these different monsters adorable but actually you really just you just want to pick up and touch them they look so cool but that's neither here nor there what really got me interested in this was it's a cooperative game and it kind of oddly very weirdly reminds me of marvel champions um but marvel champions with a board uh because every round you uh have a hand of five cards and if you can you want to play all of those cards um you know and and in all kinds of interesting different ways that they um you know reveal all different kinds of combinations of gameplay that will uh get you you know spawning characters all over the place and um it's it's just really really satisfying from what i've seen so far i'm looking forward to playing it in the next few days but that is keep the heroes out yeah, look that that I mean, all of these look so good. Like, I, I don't want to just keep saying I'm looking forward to this, but I really am truly looking forward to this one as well. It's got asymmetric abilities. Uh, it's a cooperative dungeon uh, defense game. Like, yeah, I, I'm down. This is and like you were saying, all the components and stuff. Like, you, you got me at that. So, oh that no, is, I got you better, man. What did you I just say? <laughs> You'd forgot to scream when I said the secret. Oh word in this no, episode. you got me. Yes, oh, I win, friends. Oh no. The secret word. Oh, there it is. Of, uh, this episode of well the done, Rado. Is well done. Well done. Put it well on stream. Yeah, there All it right. is. Secret Rogue, folks. I, I, is... I, I, I actually, if you go back and watch the instant replay, I kind of flubbed it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, God, okay. he, he heard my weird pause right there. Um, because in my head, I couldn't remember. It was a combination of combinations. And I believe I said it correctly. But um, yes, folks. So we're going to pause this list for a second. Um, if you send an email to contests at rotto.com um, with your subject header being the word combination, and you have to send it by Wednesday of next week because this is only for one week. Uh, so you have until basically September 1st to send an email to contests at rotto.com and um, with the subject being combination. All caps, all lowercase, it doesn't matter. My Outlook filter is just looking for contest at rotto.com and looking for combination. Uh, if you throw pictures in, that's great too. Actually, I've really been enjoying I mean, hundreds of these things keep coming in. They take a lot of time, but a lot of people are saying really nice things. They're saying a lot of nice things about you, Ruel, actually. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yes. that. And there is the word, folks, combination. Send in the subject of contest at rotto.com. I can't. Uh, you got me yes. good. That that was well done. Well done. Combination okay. is because I, I didn't mention when we were talking oh, uh, yeah. about uh, Capital Lux. Uh, another cool. The biggest change from the original, to the first one, is they're all the same types of character cards you play are here. But now you can set them up to have different powers. They always had fixed powers before. Now you for each type you can choose four different. Um, uh, uh, powers that they've got and um they make a big deal about how that leads to 256 truly unique combinations of gameplay there it is hence the secret word oh, the secret word yes. <laughs> well done yeah all okay. right and we will not yeah, speak so it again that is it that is it so one last time there it is send the email with the secret word combinations in the subject to contest at rotto.com and we're going to be giving away a copy uh next week and checking the chat i see um stacy is weighing hey is it contest or contest singular or plural again because we always have to remember we i know you put it on screen oh. but people who are listening to this yeah. folks here's the secret i've set up a uh a filter for both contest and contests so you're fine ah. either way, singular or plural. Well, however you heard me, um, you know, contest or contests at rotto.com. And hopefully that ends the sibilance for this particular well, episode. Of well done. You think of everything, Rotto. That, that is great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. We've, hey, we've got a lot of games to talk about. Let's we do. continue. It's, I'm, I'm done talking for a while. Um, Ruel, why don't you tell everybody about one of the games you're going to be covering um, pretty soon on the channel, Altenor. Altenor, yes. Uh, gosh, I had there it is right there. Altenor Secrets, friends. Uh, this is oh man, Th this looks really cool. Um, if you can see there on the board, uh, those of you uh, watching right now, the board is circular, right? And this is a competitive battle game. It's got the circular board, so these rings actually move. It has minis, and the way you're playing it, you're gonna take over oh. like one like 
you know, group of adventurers and you're going to go around trying. It's a survival game. Whoever's you know still on the board will win the game. But look at that board. It's built-in modularity, right? It's going to change as you play the game. I'm I didn't realize so proud about that the, yes. the individual rings of the board rotate independently. So, yeah. that the, so it's a battle royale on a literally constantly shifting landscape. Yes. It's so oh, far about cool. this. Yeah. So not only are you fighting, but you're also co- collecting artifacts and stuff for points and everything else. This is this looks tremendous. I cannot wait to cover this. This is Altenor Secrets. Okay. So people I'm, are trying, to, I'm trying to keep the track. pace up here. So uh, I'm sorry. We're keeping track of our uh, secret um, uh, rating so far. They give you it's four to one, but not really because I actually got you the first time. But oh, yeah. it was it was not a contest at that point. We were not. It, it actually, wasn't. No, it wasn't. So you, you had no reason to be um to be looking. Right, forward. right. So, but okay. I'm still gonna take yeah. it. It's three to two. I'm the scrappy underdog working my way back. All right. There you so go. you, you like Altenor secrets? Hey, yep. let's keep going with Rel. Tell us about right. per- per- perpetuity. Perpetuity. Yeah, and that, that's the funny thing. This this name is uh, tripped me up quite a few times when we talk <laughs> about it. But uh, this, you know, as y'all know, I am a sci-fi geek. I love sci-fi. Uh, perpetuity. Oh, I almost said it got perpetuity. Gosh, mm-hmm. I, why can't I say that word? Uh, this is, uh, let me, um, is it up on the sh- screen? Okay, it is. Gosh, it's uh, yes, so it is. weird. I, Anyways, I it. Yep. Okay, cool. It's a sci-fi worker placement game. And so those two things are my favorite things in the world, sci-fi worker placement. Um, it also has a solo game as well. So wow. what's really neat about this, as the game uh, continues uh, on, you have resources, artifacts. Those things start to degrade over time. So the game's going to speed up and you really have to uh, finish things before, uh, you know, everything blows up into smithereens. So that is Perpetuity Grave Descent. Um, have you uh, been able to take a look at this one, Rado? No, 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 no. Um, okay. when, when, when they contacted us, I, I took a look at it very briefly, but then um, I, I knew you were interested and I said, well, hey, yep. I want Orwell on the channel. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what you come up with, actually. Yeah, yeah, cannot cannot wait to play this one. Uh, sci-fi worker placement. Uh, you know, the last uh, uh, really good one that I played was Cryo. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, this one has, I, I think, it, it may have just a little bit of uh, that um, in in the design here, um, as far as uh, things really start to ramp up towards the uh, towards the end, which is similar to Cryo, where you know all the you know uh, I forget what it's called, all the sabotaging that happens. It really speeds up the the game there. So that is perpetuity. Um, let me. Go here. Okay. Well, let's talk right. about uh, my next one. Roll camera, yes. the B movie expansion. Yes. And here's the deal. I'm I look, actually, I'm I, I, this, I, yeah. this isn't coming out, I believe, until October that you'll mm-hmm. be finding it on Kickstarter, I believe. Um, but I, I had to film it early because it had to go on to some other uh, things. And it's also going to come to you because you'll be seeing a video um, from Ruel uh, when this goes live also in October. Yes. Here's the deal, folks. It is way too early for me to say this, but I think there is no choice about it. Roll camera. Now that I've played it a few times with my wife, and we've also played it with this expansion that we have in, um, you know, prototype form, it's easily going to be one of my top ten games of the year. Easily, wow. this wow. game was literally crafted for me um, as a as a former video game developer who happened to work on the movies, uh, which was published by Activision and Lionhead a million years ago. And I had the lifelong movie lover. It does such an amazing job of uh, dice worker placement cooperation where players are all working together, trying to put on the best movie or with the expansion, the best B movie. And um, you'll, you'll be able to see it when I cover it. Um, it's, I mean, and you can go back and watch my run through of the original roll camera to get an idea of why. I mean, I loved it back then when I was in prototype form. The final version is so amazing. There it is right there on my wall. It's going to be there mm-hmm. for a while. I love it so much. But the B movie brings in genres, which are like this whole extra thing. And what it does, it has a whole bunch of cards, like any good expansion should do for a predominantly card game. But more importantly, it um, adds more depth. Because it used to be we just had to worry about the the, the golden um, triangle, quality, um, speed, and cost. And we had to, like, balance those three things. Now we have a fourth thing. We have to hit genre requirements because the executive said, hey, this has to be a time travel movie. Which means we've got to get a certain number of science fiction and fantasy tokens on it while we're trying to do everything else. Um, you know, having smart ideas to solve day-to-day production problems. Um, it's fantastic i cannot stress just how good roll camera is and with the expansion 
uh, it it catapults it. Um, I think I, I have rated it. If you go to rank.rado.com, if I recall correctly, I think it's pushed it into my top 25 games of all time with the expansion. Oh, wow. It is wow. so amazing. If you are a lover of cooperation, of dice worker placement, and of the movies or the any kind of big creative production project, um, it, it's it probably it was made for you too. Oh, and then also it's got great art. And if you look really closely, folks, I only just found this out the other day. There's a little. There's a little meeple of me in the art on the board, which is very, very what? cool. Yes. Really? Oh, yep. my gosh. I did yep, not yep, know yep. that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, I do want to shout out in chat uh, my friend Matt from the Silver Metal Tavern. He just played this as well recently, and he raved about it uh, too, Rado. So um, it, it's I feel like it's going to be one of those games that, yes, will make a lot of top ten lists at the end of the year. And I just I think this is just neat, just the way the box is. It's got that little the clapper. I mean, it's All actually right, part of the – Yeah, can we see that? Come here, you. Action! <laughs> that's so cool. Come on, yep. folks. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very cool. Oh, okay. Well, let's well, well, join and show a little bit more. Not that we have time yeah. for this. Here's the yeah. insert. It's an actual movie canister. Oh my gosh! That like you know gets sent out to the movie theaters and stuff like that, and then all the stuff fits inside. Yes, it's a bit overproduced Brilliant. and whatnot, but again, it's, on, it's, it's hard awesome. not to be charmed all the heck and back with right. uh, roll camera. So anyway, yeah. yeah. This is unfair. We've given the roll camera a lot more time than everybody else. We should keep on yeah. moving. Let, oh God, let, let's keep on moving. What do we got next? Okay. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Terra Eternity. Terra Eternity. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, get that yeah. Terra. Or, yeah. Or, uh, ter- yeah. Terra. Yeah. Oh, you found it. Okay. Terra Eternity. This has got a lot of cool things going on. Um, it's actually, when I first read about it, it reminds me a lot of Vita Lasarda's CO2 which is a very big, heavy, complex economic simulation Mm -hmm. about trying to um, convert the world to green energy by replacing old, you know, dirty power plants with new modern technology, meaning technology of the future. And CO2, Jen, I absolutely love, but man, that is a heavy, hard game to get your head around because it's a Vita Lasarda game. Terra Eternity is like the Gateway Family version of that. It's a game for everybody. And I have to say a huge shout out to the publisher. I hope this game succeeds so well because they are committed to using uh, recycled and biodegradable and safe ink for their components. So, I mean, this is putting them their money where their mouth is. And if it succeeds, it has the potential to show the rest of the industry that, um, hey, it doesn't have to be wall-to-wall plastic that's ultimately going to break down into microplastics and be in the ocean for the next thousand years hey how about we try to look for a new way to produce so terra attorney and then on top of all of that it looks like it's got a really good solid um worker placement gameplay with all kinds of really cool asymmetric powers a lot of the stuff that really makes co2 so great brought over into a more um you know easily accessible game um oh and then the last thing i love so co2 are represented by black cubes and they build up over time if you if we're not getting rid of the uh the the dirty power plants um every time you generate them you have to take them and drop them onto a growing pile of co2 hoping that they don't spill over off of this is a dexterity element that i first saw in carnival zombie and it was fantastic there okay. that if um, you drop too many zombies and they fell off the gravestone then they'd ri- they'd rise from the dead and come <laughs> at you again here it's this idea that that's if you drop if you if too much uh, co2 is generated you keep on dropping until eventually you have a catastrophe which is really kind of sad when I say it out loud, but it's also making um, another fun element in what looks like a really sharp game with great presentation. You'll be seeing Shay covering that in October. Yeah, that, this one, um, you know, I, I have to admit, on my shelf of opportunity, I have a copy of CO2 <laughs> oh, in Shrink just sitting there. I, I, I really, I, you know, I've been wanting to play it for years. It's just sitting there teasing me. And that's why I was excited when you put the, when we saw this on the list, because this one does seem like a more accessible uh, game in that uh, yeah. theme. So really looking yep. forward to this one. Too. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, cool, cool. 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 All right. And then we've got three more and we're about to get to our top 10. What? Are, oh my gosh. Where, <laughs> where you okay. Um, so I have three more. These are not ones that are covering in the future, but we've co- I have covered in the past. And so they're getting, you know, expansions or reprints. So I figured I wanted to give some shout outs to them too. First of all, we've yep. got on the underground from Ludi creations. They mm-hmm. are, are bringing us a new standalone expansion to the fantastic on the underground gameplay, which is a route building game where you're trying to, um, you know, fulfill the needs of commuters in a city. This new expansion is Paris in New York. I believe from what I've heard, Paris is the most complex, 
heaviest integration of this yet. And New York is the fastest because it's fast, fast, fast. And the commuters, you have a hard time keeping up with them. Um, the, these new reprints of On the Underground, I think, look gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Sebastian Bleasdale has done a great design. He's one of the co-designers of one of my top 10 games of all time, Keyflower. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for um, On the Underground. And um, let's see. Oh, and by the way, On the Underground for years, I regularly made Tom Vassell's top 10 of all time. I mean, it was constantly okay. showing up. Man, he loves that game. We'll talk anybody's ear off about it if you ever run into him at a convention. Um, nice. Then we've got Relics of Raja Vihara. Raja Vihara, if I recall correctly. Raja Vihara, yes. Uh, it's getting a new expansion as well. And this game, uh, when I covered it, oh my gosh, it's so charming. It's a solo game, but you can play cooperatively with players just working together because it is a board game, 3D version of classic Sokoban puzzle video games like Adventures of Lolo or Kickle Cubicle. I mean, I know these games are still popular to this day. The idea that, oh, we've got to figure out how to push all these crates around to be able to get from one place to another. Um, this game turns it into real physical objects you're pushing around. And unlike video games, usually, this is 3D because they often stack on top of each other. You're kicking them off. And this new expansion, uh, Montalo's Revenge, uh, it's got an Indiana Jobs uh, uh, theme to it. It uh, adds like a bunch of new uh, things to interact with, like snakes and, and all of that. It had to be snakes, Jock. Why, snakes. Jock? <laughs> yep. So you can look for that coming through and you can watch my run through of the original one to see just how clever it is. In fact, if you go watch my run through of the original, you can actually see if you can figure out the puzzle I'm demonstrating. Um, you know, but before cool. I do the whole thing, if I recall correctly, I did that kind of interactively. And then the last awesome. one before we get to our actual list, Ruel, is yeah. Gartenbau. Um, and now this was on Kickstarter, I think a couple of years ago, and I covered it at the time, and I thought it was a brilliant domino style tile laying game where you're, you know, you're putting, um, you know, tiles out domino style, you know, where they have to, you know, go on the edge of other things. But as you're laying them out, you're trying to get combinations of symbols together so that you can actually put um, flower tiles that are huge on top of them and score points. So it's like double decker dominoes, for lack of a better term. And it's brilliant it was such a clever design now it didn't make it on kickstarter the first time but i think in part that's because a lot of people did not dig the original art the vibe of it but it is now coming back to kickstarter with a new publisher 25th century games who they're on a hot streak as well Ooh, and they have yes. completely revamped it from scratch to make it look look as good as the gameplay is so if you want to know more about it you can go watch my original um uh run through i did for it when it was on kickstarter before I expect good things, and it's got to succeed this time. Garden, yeah, Whew, it, it okay. looks it look it looks beautiful, and I, I do want to shout out Twenty Fifth Century Games because if you've played that game Kohaku, that's one of the most beautiful games in my library. Mm. It's just a beautiful uh, game with koi fish and you know plants and everything. And this uh, this looks gorgeous. So hopefully uh, this one will be more successful this time. Yes, fingers crossed. Knock oh, on wood. But hey, well, yes. Um, now that we got that bookkeeping out of the way, we can actually get to the top <laughs> ten. We promised everybody. Oh yeah, man! What a, I mean, uh, friends. Thank you again for hanging out with us. We are looking at the uh, top ten uh, uh, Kickstarter games that we're looking forward to. The first one on my list, number is ten Ast on the list, number ten. Let me uh, let me get the little banner up here as well, so we know. Oh, what we're interesting. There's, yeah. So this is uh, my one of my top tens here. Let me. Um, this one's on Game Pound, not on Kickstarter. Yes, Game Pound. Thank you. So this is Beyond Humanity Astro Miners. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so you're competing, uh, you're managing a, a group of space miners and you're extracting minerals from an asteroid belt. So uh, it's a game of, uh, you know, a resource management. You're building your wealth uh, of your corporation and you're hoping to succeed in all these things while your opponents are trying to do the same thing. Beyond Humanity, this is actually, I got to play the original Beyond, Beyond Humanity. So they create this oh, whole oh, world of uh, games. Okay. Yes. And that one, oh my gosh, that one was absolutely amazing from a technological standpoint. They actually had these little, uh, okay, it's not part of the Astro Miners, but the original game had these really cool LED um, yes. lights inside these little parts, and you put them on, and they would connect with each other, and they'd actually light up on the board. It was absolutely well, mind-blowing. They, they literally, the individual pieces that represented your space colony, literally networked together and communicated with each other, and you could communicate to them with the smartphone app. It was the most ambitious board game I have right. ever seen. I think the industry yeah. has ever seen. And yeah, now this is in the same line, but it's nothing like that. This right. is a worker placement game. 
A worker placement game, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so it's within the same universe and everything. But yeah, it doesn't have the uh, technological uh, the stuff that's going on. But, um, you know, again, sci-fi worker placement, you got me right there. And I'm totally interested in this one. That's Astro Miners or Beyond Humanity, Astro Miners. It will be very interesting to see because uh, in this, we, we have two, um, you know, space construction games. We got this one and then we had um, Mine, the, uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, Solar Sphere. Solar Spirit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So it's a good time okay. to be a sci-fi fan, basically. It is. Or a sci-fi okay, so replacement fan. All right, that's, so that's number 10 on the list. Let's continue to... Astro Miner. Okay, let's go to my number nine, um, okay. which is... I, I have a long history with this game, actually. Artemis Ooh, Odyssey. Yeah. Did you know this okay. was coming? I'm sure you saw it was there. I saw it on the list, and I almost I almost picked this one, to be honest with you. So that's that's really funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there it is, right there. So, Artemis, Artemis Odyssey. Odyssey. Um, and I should say, by just to be clear, folks, the list we did up till now was the games that we are covering on the channel. The, from now on, this 10, this is stuff, we're just fans. We, you know, Ron and I, we just looked through the list and said, well, what's interesting to us? Um, you know, we're not covering any of these things, but uh, what jumps out at you? Artemis Odyssey jumps out at me because this has almost been a grail game for me for a decade. I got into the hobby back in 2010. In 2009, a game is released called Ad Astra. And I was always super intrigued by the concept of it. This was a, you know, a, it's a space empire expansion exploration saying you know like race for the galaxy kind of thing and in fact it has a lot of the same kind of stuff you know um having planets doing production and converting that into your moving your forward engine but the thing is we all have a bunch of cards and at the beginning of every round we are all going to play several cards to this action row face down and we take turns uh ruel might put a card he really wants to do first thing in the first spot and then i might you know what i just want to make sure the last thing i do this round is this action and i put it face down and now ruel knows ruel has no idea what we're doing at the end of the round and i have no idea what everybody is doing at the start of the round and over the round we just keep playing in turn all these cards face down and then eventually once they're all played we reveal them one at a time in order and everybody gets to take advantage of them um race for the galaxy style the player who played it gets a bonus version a better version of that but this game it sounds so brilliant to me because it's all about anticipating right what is Ruel making us do what would he want to do right from the get-go i bet it's going to be resource gathering okay so yeah. if he's doing that and if i'm right i'm going to make this be the second card we do and if i'm wrong and he did a different thing then okay i've got to pivot now it's always been brilliant and here's why i've never actually sought it out it's always been a three-player minimum game because that was the way of things back in um oh. the uh what do you call it before the aughts you know the early right. uh, 2000s so nobody cared about two-player gaming back then except for cosmos with their two-player line now the new reprint complete revamping as i understand it they've really tightened up and sped up the gameplay quite a bit artemis odyssey supports two-player and solo mode as well. Nice. Uh, yes, I, I love hearing about the solo for mode. For a decade, yeah. I have wanted to play this game, and now I can finally play it with Jen. And so that's why it's my number that's nine, so cool. Artemis Odyssey. Yeah, I, I love the the fact that you're talking about uh, the race for the galaxy type mechanism. I, I'm always a fan of that. Trying yeah. to guess, you know, what yep. your opponent's going to do. Come out there. Yeah, really cool. All right, so uh, that is a number nine. Let's move on to or what number was that? Was that number? Nine? Yeah, you got number eight. Okay, number eight. Uh, this is oh my gosh, come on. StreamYard, you're killing me here. Uh, number number eight <laughs> is Beast. This oh, is... I saw this. I thought long and hard about this one. Yeah, I, I was wondering if if you would. But so this one off the right off the bat, um, the first comparison I can uh, think of is Fury of Dracula. It's got it's a one versus all, one v of versus many. Um, you're high, it's hidden movement and card drafting. Uh, and what you're trying to do is hunt down this great beast, right? So one player is going to play as the beast. Uh, the other players are uh, going to play as hunters or trying to, you know, protect uh, protect the land and hunt this um, uh, beast down and take care of them. Uh, there's combat and hidden movement, card drafting, which is I don't think there's card drafting in Fury of Dracula, which is which I thought was interesting uh, in Beast. So mm. this one's going to play uh, really well with more players, obviously. I of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It says two to four. I, I'm assuming it's going to be the best at four. Um, I, I've loved all my plays of Fury of Dracula. And the Dracula, the whole Dracula thing, the whole goth thing, not really my jam. This one, though, when you're set in this land with strange beasts and stuff, that's more my style. So that's yeah. why I'm super excited about Beast. That's my number eight top ten of the top ten upcoming Kickstarters. All right, all right. Then let's move on hey. to my number seven, which yeah. if you've been watching us from the get-go, from the, our first episode, you've already heard about this one. My number seven is The Spill. 
The Spill. All right. right. What is Remember, um, I incorrectly said it was a hot upcoming retail game because at the time, nobody said it was coming to Kickstarter. But The Spill is coming to Kickstarter. Um, and so <laughs> let me refresh everybody in case they don't remember from the first episode of the R&R show. This is a cooperative game um, from designer Andy Kim and beautiful art, as always, from Quan Chai Moria. Um, there has been an oil rig spill or an oil derrick spill. I remember some people corrected our use of the terms in the first episode if we were saying yes. rig or derrick. Um, but the interesting thing is, at the center of the board is a gigantic cube tower. And every round, um, the cubes that get dropped in and spread out represent the oil spreading out in all kinds of different directions. And we are, um, you know, environmental rescue ships going around the outskirts trying to stop the spread of the oil and also um, saving all the sea life that is spreading. So it's a beautiful story this game tells, although it's also a very harrowing one, but we do get to be heroes, you know, on the front lines of, of really the war to save the planet. By the way, folks, you may have noticed the shirt I'm wearing today in honor of some of the games I knew would be on this list. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, let's, let's, let's make things green again, shall we? Um, yeah. But, I, I, you know, you, you, oh, hello. Uh, you, you have to go out and check this out. The, uh, the, the, the cube tower, I mean, my wife loves cube towers from Amerigo, and then there was mm-hmm. uh, the, the fantasy one um, uh, from Kevin Wilson. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but you know, it's just a wonderful fun gimmick to drop things into a tower, watch them spread all over the place. Oh, the loop does it too. It's fantastic there. So a cooperative game where we are literally saving the planet. This one looks very exciting to me. Great art, great presentation, great message. I mean, what better way to be a hero than to stop my number seven, the spill. Nice, nice, nice. I don't think we're going to have time to rank anything real well. We're we're just barely going to get out of here with the skin of our teeth. My number five is Bardwood Grove. Um, And this is, I almost didn't put this on uh, because I I, I found this, you know, uh, two days ago on the Kickstarter coming soon list. And um, there was nothing about it on Board Game Geek. There was nothing about it on the the retail or on the publisher side, uh, Final Frontier. And I'm like, I just don't know. But literally just this morning, I saw that, oh, now there's a whole entry on a board game. You're like, yes, I am excited oh. about this. One, because I just love the art of the Miko. And everything um, from Final Frontier looks amazing because of his art. But this mm-hmm. is from the designer of Merchant's Cove, which was oh. a bonkers successful and very brilliant, ambitious design. So this is his follow-up. It's a deck builder. And we are in a fantasy world where we play not as a sword-wielding um, you know, hero, but as a bard. And every turn of your deck, you draw two cards in your deck building game. One of them you will play into your discard pile to do its action. The other one will get added to your bard song. And over the course of the game, you're building a, a string of cards that represents the song that you are singing to try, apparently, to, to, to pacify the monsters rather than kill them. Yay! Nice. Um, you know, something other than just the same old fantasy stuff. I mean, let's make the bard the hero and let's make the song the focus of the game. I know it's going to look gorgeous. Merchant Cove was an amazing design. So I am very interested and excited for my number five, Bardwood Grove. Yeah. And like you said, this is a theme that you don't normally see, right? The bards are never like front and center. And that's what I'm, uh, that's what I love Mm -hmm. about this as well. All right. So let's go on to my number four. Uh, My number four, um, we're talking about unique themes. This is a very unique theme. Dog Yes. Oh, were you going to put this on? I had a feeling it. you were going to put and this I, on. I knew right? you were going to put it on. I think okay, we were cool. both. Who, who's going to, you know, yeah. We're yeah, both dog yeah. lovers, yeah. <laughs> totally dog lovers. Uh, it's a midway uh, competitive set collection game. Um, you got a couple of phases where you're walking, caring for dogs. And this one appealed to me right off the bat. I mean, I, I, mean, I love dogs, of course. But uh, just a fun little uh, personal story. My stepdaughter, Lauren, um, you know, as she's going through college, she was a dog walker. Did you all know there's an app for dog wa- walking? You can go to, I forget the name of the app, but you actually download an app. And if you want your dog walked, you go to this dog walk app. And then people who are in the neighborhood uh, say, hey, I will walk your dog. And you pay them through Venmo or whatever. Lauren did this for a couple of months to help get her through uh, college. And so I'm thinking of Lauren. Yeah, I'm thinking about Lauren immediately. So I want to play this with my family. Uh, You walk dogs and you're trying to earn the uh, most reputation um, through uh, set collection. And it's a point-to-point movement as well. So you're recruiting dogs walking dogs and caring for them and earning reputation points as you do. Yeah, no pressure on the developers of this game, but I want this to be wingspan for dogs. 
That's what yes. I'm hoping for. Because this does not look, I mean, when I was reading it, it's I would assume, oh, it's just a really simple little game. You play some cards, they're cute. But mm-hmm. no, these dogs have unique special powers. There's all about interacting with the other dog walkers because when dogs and dog walkers get together, there's a lot of sniffing butts, quite frankly. And um, <laughs> so I, I think there's a potential. This this one I'm very excited for. You're number four, yeah. Yeah, this one's, yeah, I'm fired up. Okay, uh, okay. let's continue. You've got your My next number three. One is continuing in a theme. It's Mythwind. One word. M-Y-T-H-W-I-N-D. Mythwind. Yeah, um, I, I was looking at this one too. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. Here's the deal. Um, I, I was looking at it. I mean, the developers of this have done a lot of, you know, um, Q&As with the audience and podcasts. I'm like, where do I start? How can I even figure out what this game is? And when I saw one of their designer diaries, the title of it was Root Goes Co-op. Like, okay, you've got me. Oh, because this game yeah. features extreme asymmetry. Like, everybody is playing a completely different game asymmetry. One player is a farmer. You are playing a farming game. Another player is a city builder. You are building a city. And you both have different mechanisms, but you're all part of the same ecosystem because we want the village that we are associated with to grow and prosper over many sessions. This, I have wanted to play Kingdom Death Monster for a long time, not to roll dice and fight monsters, but to build a community and watch it grow over multiple sessions. Mythwind gives us that. Um, you know, I, I've also saw people refer to it, oh, is this route crossed with Stardew Valley, basically, because you just keep oh, playing. It's an yeah. evergreen game. Your world keeps growing from session to session. It seems incredibly design-wise ambitious. It's gobsmackingly beautiful. It is mm-hmm. a game in a fantasy world world where the verb is build not kill which is always something i appreciate and it's from the designer and publisher of stars of uh, akarios which uh was a big big hit i really almost covered that one it was on kickstarter last year but the timing didn't quite work out i'm very excited to try that it's uh, kind of like a science fiction version of mythwood but uh mythwind but mythwind my number three it looks amazeballs yeah it, it really does it's publisher, absolutely gorgeous me. i want to cover this thing <laughs> There it is. Okay, so uh, let's continue to my is it, oh, number, what, what number one. Is this two? Yeah, this is two. Yes. Um, we're talking about interesting, unique themes, and this is mine. Steam uh, up. Of course, of course, of course. You put this on your list. I am a foodie. I love to eat, and I love to cook, and I I really love to eat. What, what am I saying here? I, I enjoy cooking. I love eating. Uh, Steam up. This is a game about dim sum, folks. Uh, dim sum. It's a two to five player game. It, they say light to medium weight. Uh, set collection, a- action management. What you're doing on your turn, you've got a couple of actions you can do. You can gain and spend food tokens to purchase dim sum. You're going to have fortune cards uh, that are going to affect yourself or your opponents. And then there are going to be fate cards as well, which are like events. Uh, They're going to affect everyone. And you keep going and going until the fate deck is emptied. And then you score your points. And whoever has had the best meal wins with the fullest stomach. Uh, That is steam up. Does the game come with and require the use of chopsticks? I hope so because I'm I'm gonna be I already know my meal when I play Steam Up is gonna be a big old thing of dim sum right then and there. Oh yep, my gosh! Yep, yep. Yeah, I love For this. I, I absolutely love this theme. Yeah, the uh, the from the picture that's on the uh, you know Kickstarter pre-launch page. I mean, it's an abstract game about moving colorful pieces yep. around, but wow, it looks like no, you've actually got a, a full little table at a at a restaurant set up ready to eat. It looks really yeah. colorful and sharp. Yeah, and as yeah. people were saying, they're they're in chat here. They're saying that they're hungry. Yeah, the, this uh, the first second I looked at this, I was immediately hungry. So yeah, uh, that exactly. is steam up. Okay, yep, yep, let's yep. move on okay. to your number we're one. Almost we're we're only three minutes late. Um, hey, we saved the not best for last. Um, my number one is Artisans of Splendent Vale. Oh, I'm so glad you picked this. I'm yes, so I know. Glad I, you I, yeah, this. I, one of yeah. us had to. Um, honestly, yeah. I don't know if maybe you should talk about it more because of your connection with Renegade Games. But I'll tell you what I know about it. Everything I just said about Mythwind, about, hey, the verb is um, build, not kill. In this game, mm-hmm. we are not warriors. We are artisans. Like my wife, who makes Gamer Glass, by the way. Nice circle back to our sponsor. Um, yes. My wife is a fine artisan. And we get to play artisans in this world from designer Nikki Valens. And Nikki Valens, I got to say... They have got such a huge pedigree now. I mean, I guess they worked for um, Fantasy Flight for many, many years, you know, you right. know, providing stuff on, you know, Mansions of Madness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a couple of years ago, they put out Legacy of Dragonholt, which is, mm-hmm. to my way of thinking, got to be some of the most emotionally impactful storytelling in any board game 
experience I've ever had. Uh, you can go watch my run through for uh, Dragon Holt. It was a Holt or Holt. I forget. I, Holt. One or the other. Uh, it with was a T. Yes. With a T. Holt. It was fantastic. Yes. And then Nikki said, "Hey, uh, you think that's all I got? Hold my beer. How about you check out Porky Circus?" <laughs> Which yes. is basically a weird mishmash of Hanabi and Robo Rally, for lack of a yeah. better term. Oh, and and, God, that, and that game perfect. was brilliant as well. Love so, Nikki, coming back, doing something new, whatever they've got in mind, I am definitely all over this. But even Nikki aside, um, you know, the presentation of this game looks absolutely familiar. A game about artisans, not warriors. And I love, I mean, there's not that much information. In it. Maybe you have some more. But when they talk, the bullet lists of, of gameplay descriptions, they talk about how everybody works together cooperatively in action scenes. Not in yes. combat, in action scenes. Which, yes, please. How about we do something other than just kill a bunch of orcs? And then um, finally, it looks like it's going to be amazing because it has a very strong focus on diversity. Which, if you know Nikki's work from Legacy of Dragonhold, that's a mm. big thing for them. And so I expect the be- well. It's my number one of of yeah. this month uh, yeah. is Artisans of Splendid Vale. Yeah. And I mean, just to, just to echo that, I, I'm looking forward to this. I love Nikki Valen's uh, designs. Uh, you'd mentioned Quirky Circuits, one of my favorites the last uh, last few years. And also, there was this. Uh, you had mentioned they worked for Fantasy Flight for a while. There was yeah. a little obscure game called uh, Gosh. It was a Star Wars game, actually. A rebel, the Rebels versus the Empire. It's a little oh, really? card game. Yeah, which was, I thought, totally overlooked. It's You can totally pick it up for like $10. It's just a, a little card game based on the uh, on Blackjack, 21. But you're using the original trilogy characters. So, oh, wow. it, oh, and it's got events. Oh, it's fantastic. I think it's to- criminally underlooked. Um, Nikki Valens, a, a, a fantastic designer. Uh, yeah, there's more yeah. to Nikki than I thought. I just knew yeah. the big two. Um, yeah. uh, Chad is asking, yes, this is a Kickstarter. And remember, folks, um, I couldn't put it live while we're going, but after this is over, uh, if you come back in a half an hour on YouTube anyway, you will find links, direct links to the pre-launch pages for every one of these. I believe most of these have been Kickstarter. A few of them have been ca- game found, which game I think found, I, we, yeah. tr- we tried to mention as we went, but that's it. Our quotes, yeah. top 10 uh, Kickstarters, <laughs> which is really a top 25, but oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I mean, wow. we talked about doing this last week. You're like, oh, this isn't going to take very long. This will be easy. We just find 10 games. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, what about what about all the games that we've already... Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing, folks. Those first 15, you have to remember, um, I and Shay and now Ruel, we are all incredibly picky. Um, we all mm. say no. The vast... I mean, Ruel came on and immediately he started saying no, 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 no <laughs> to the vast majority <laughs> of games that we are contacted to cover, um, either because we don't think they'd look good or they just wouldn't be a good fit for us. Those 15 yep. we talked about up front, those are the ones we actually studied and researched and thought, yeah, I want to play that. I am comfortable um, bringing that into our house and, and doing a preview for it. These uh, The final 10, they all look amazing too. It's just that um, you know we're just on the sidelines like the rest of you, unless you have any inside renegade info about um, uh, Splendid Vale. And if you do, you can't see. My lips say. are yeah, sealed, my friend. There you go. Yeah. There you go. He's a good, he's a good man, that Ruel Daviola. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, uh, as you were saying, yeah, uh, the top. these are the top 10 that we're, you know, uh, just as fans of, of games, you know, just like y'all yes. out in chat, we're hanging out, we're uh, checking out these games, we're fans of these. We've got a bunch that we are going to be covering, but uh, these as well, uh, we're hoping to uh, see in the very near future. Yep. Wow. We we did twenty five games in about an hour. That is incredible. give or take, give or take, give yeah. or take. We're at an hour see. and eight. But I mean, yeah. we did other stuff. We did contest yeah. we giveaways. Did we did sponsorship yeah. stuff. Yeah, we we had technical difficulties as well. <laughs> um, so I would say probably we did this in under an hour. If you want to yeah. give us a little bit of leeway, um, but uh, yeah. <sighs> it was fun. Sorry, no time it for was... Q&A this week. No Royal yeah. Ranks. But next week, um, we will not be covering we'll be such a huge topic. And uh, we'll get back to some of the basics. But you having fun? Yeah. Good time? Great time. I hope everyone in chat is having a good time, too. I love doing this every week, folks. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, we will come back next week with uh, another great topic, another top 10, uh, Ruel Ranks, uh, some Q&A as well. So, yep. And uh, we'll don't do a better job. Pop- of keeping uh, an eye on the chat as well. We, we, we yeah. just had too much, 25 games. It was a lot. It was, it was a lot this time. It was a lot. So again, yep. uh, thank you all for uh, hanging out and participating. Ronald, you want to take us out of here? Okay. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. And thanks once again to our sponsor of the show, GamerGlass.art. Um, have a nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye-bye.